Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, here with JC. Hey, it's a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thanks for inviting me back. Absolutely. Wouldn't be the same without you, buddy. Oh, now we're talking. Hey, you know what? That reminds me. I'm not going to I'm not going to openly resign on you right now. I might do it quietly, though, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to our topic today, which I'm sure many of you that are listening have heard about this um, crazy terminology that's out there in the world that is called quiet quitting. And for me, what I want to talk about is how um, I despise it. And I think it really sends the wrong message. It, it, to me, it, you know, it sends a message that the employee is doing something wrong. What do you think, JC? Yeah, it's it's really become a buzzword really, really fast. I mean, quiet quitting, it's, it's going around. Everyone's talking about it. We see it in the news. You go on the internets. Internets, that's equal opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. It was invented by Al Gore. <laughs> George Bush renamed it. So it's it's all good here. Good <laughs> jokes, right? But look, COVID-19, the pandemic, it disrupted everyone's lives. People got burnt out a little bit. And then now the term quiet quitting is rising to the crop, uh, to the top of the crop here just because people are doing their job. They're doing their job and they're not going above and beyond. They're putting constraints on the workplace to make sure that they're staying within the nine to five. I don't understand how this has become such a bad thing. Uh, but it seems to be all over the place. We've got the Washington Post, NPR, and every single blog under the sun talking about this right now, Wendy. It's, uh, I don't know. It might, the the utilization of the term might be a pandemic in and of itself, let me tell you. What do you think it about really, this? It is. I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about this today because it, it, um, it gets me so fired up when people, uh, business owners, employers are, accusing employees of quiet quitting to me the term quit means to stop to walk away yeah um and that's not what this is you know so you know first of all what is quiet quiet many quiet quitting it it is somebody came up with it and it went got released on tiktok uh and it was about what you just said saying you know what i'm gonna pay to do my job i'm gonna get i'm gonna do my job and what they pay me for the minimum I'm not going above and beyond. I'm not working 60 hours. I'm working maybe 40. And I don't understand how anybody could say that means you're quitting because you're still doing the minimum requirements of the job, which means you're not quitting. You're not stealing. You're right. doing the requirements of the job. You just said my mental health, my family, everything is more important. And I, I got to tell you, um, I, I own my own business and I feel like I've done some quiet quitting the past year because life in HR specifically has been rough and it has been a lot thrown at all of us, all industries, all, um, you know, all professions, but since the, before the pandemic, but definitely during the pandemic and go ongoing, we've gotten a lot thrown at, at us and a, a lot of people are just fed up. And they, they want to set boundaries on their personal life. Here, here, here's my gig here is if if we're using terminology, not we meaning you and me, but I mean, when you turn on the news, you read the newspapers, the terminology is being tossed around quiet quitting. 
They're accusing employees of quiet quitting. TikTok is encouraging quiet quitting. And then we we think about health and wellness. We think about our personal sanity. We think about those who have been in the workforce. If 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 you grew up knowing exactly who Rainbow Bright was or a Big Wheel, there's a good chance that you lived through the dot com destruction of of a right. certain time frame. And and in that era, we we lived through a time when you know you had your your beepers and then your cell phones and then you're on call twenty four seven. Now you got the thing that you're taking with you everywhere you go. And it's not even in moderation. It turned out to be over a span of time, people were being praised and they were always on the clock. They're working 24-7. It didn't even matter if you're running marathons. People were dying of heart attacks left and right just because they're constantly working. And then they're letting go of their family. It's almost like the real world, their reality, who they are was on pause. And they were fast forwarding through their lives just to answer that next email to be the top of the crop. And, And what some say... And th- to me, the, the more the the bigger discussion here is the golden handcuffs, right? You reach that certain level, uh, whether it's in in the managerial ranks, if you're on the floor, if you're in the C-suite, wherever you may be, and you you're shackled by the golden handcuffs. If you leave that job, are you going to get the same amount of money by staying in that job? Well, current trends say no, but it takes a huge leap of faith to get there. But we are existing in these cultures where you don't want to leave. You want to stay. You want to do your best. And maybe you even believe in the mission, vision, values. But you does that mean that you should sacrifice yourself to be ran all over by everybody around you? Huh. I don't know. Decades past, uh, if you didn't, well, maybe you weren't a team player. But now, if you do your job, not even bare minimum, if you do your job, you're going to be accused of quiet quitting. Because you're right. not going above and beyond. It's it's mind bottling to me to use a quote yeah. from the movies. <laughs> it really is. It's it's offensive, and I'm I'm looking at an NPR article right here on it. Um, quite quitting, uh, you know, work on TikTok. That that's the trend, and it literally says in here the term "quiet quitting" is so offensive because it suggests that people that do their work have somehow quit their job, framing workers as villains, uh, basically as thieves. And, you know, sure, are there going to be always in, in our in our uh, communities, in our in our world, there's always going to be somebody who's taking advantage of somebody else, whether that's the employers taking advantage of employees, coworkers, whatever it might be. So, yeah, I agree. We're always going to have those shady people somewhere that comes down to management, leadership, weeding people out and managers actually managing people, which is what we're going to talk a lot about a lot today. Um, but it is, it's incredibly offensive. So anybody that is listening today, please stop using the term quiet quitting. It is not going to help you motivate and engage your employees and get them excited to work for you. (laughs) So there's this, uh, website techtarget.com and they had a article out here about the quiet quitting as well. And within this feature that was written by Amanda Hetler, who is one of their premier feature writers over there. She's an amazing writer, very good writer. Uh, to use a couple of quotes coming out of there, she's saying seven out of 10 employees experienced burnout in the last year, according to some reports that had came out. And the pandemic brought quiet quitting into the spotlight as it flipped work culture upside down. More people had time to think about and question their careers and seeking more work-life balance, according to many different resources. And then she goes on to state during a 2021 survey from Gallup, they found that only 36% of people reported being engaged with their job. And some people stay in their jobs and look for a different one while collecting a steady paycheck and keeping health insurance. 
So everything that she's talking about in this article up to this point is is kind of like just normal, in my opinion, right? But right. then she lays out the signs for quiet quitting. And I think this is where uh, we hit a curve in the road and, and it goes awry. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts. So, Wendy, she's saying here with some of the signs of quiet quitting include not attending a meeting, arriving late or leaving early, reduction in your productivity, less contribution to team projects, not participating in planning or meetings, and a lack of passion or enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. I, let's do this. Let's wrap up this section real quick because I want to talk about that. I want to talk about engagement. I want to talk about employees setting boundaries. I want to talk about companies helping employees set boundaries versus losing them altogether. And then I do want to talk a little bit about, about some of the employees who are taking advantage of companies. But no, that's not really what the focus is today. So we'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.